Welcome to show number seven of the LifeSpring Why Christmas Show. I'm Steve Webb, your host. My co-host James Cooper will be joining us in just a moment. Wow, we're so close to Christmas Day now, it must mean that today is the fourth and final Sunday in Advent. Let's light our candles and see what part of the story we'll be hearing today. Ah yes, today we'll be finding out about the presents that Jesus received as a baby and the people that gave them to him, the wise men or magi. Their story is told in the book of Matthew, chapter 2, which says, After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea during the time of King Herod, magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, he asked them where the Christ was to be born. In Bethlehem and Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will be the shepherd of my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from him the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Jerusalem and said, Go and make a careful search for the child. As soon as you find him, report to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way, and the star they had seen in the east went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold and of incense and of myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. When they, the wise men, had gone, an angel of the Lord appeared to Joseph in a dream. Get up, he said. Take the child and his mother and escape to Egypt. Stay there until I tell you, for Herod is going to search for the child to kill him. So he got up, took the child and his mother during the night, and left for Egypt, where he stayed until the death of Herod. And so was fulfilled what the Lord had said through the prophet. Out of Egypt I called my son. When Herod realized that he had been outwitted by the Magi, he was furious, and he gave orders to kill all the boys in Bethlehem and its vicinity who were two years old and under, in accordance with the time he had learned from the Magi. Then what was said through the prophet Jeremiah was fulfilled. A voice is heard in Ramah, weeping in great mourning, Rachel weeping for her children and refusing to be comforted because they are no more. After Herod died, An angel of the Lord appeared in a dream to Joseph in Egypt and said, Get up, take the child and his mother, and go to the land of Israel, for those who were trying to take the child's life are dead. So he got up, took the child and his mother, and went to the land of Israel. But when he heard that Archelaus was reigning in Judea in place of his father Herod, he was afraid to go there. Having been warned in a dream, he withdrew to the district of Galilee and went and lived in a town called Nazareth so was fulfilled what was said through the prophets, he will be called a Nazarene. Now that's quite a story. A long journey, meetings in a royal palace, finally finding the king they were looking for, but not where they thought they'd find him, and then a secret return home. You know, I think most people picture the wise men, along with the shepherds, Mary Joseph, and of course the baby Jesus, all crammed together in a little shed. But in fact, the wise men and shepherds probably never met. 
the wise men travelled to find Jesus when he was actually aged one or two. By this time, Mary, Joseph and Jesus had settled in Bethlehem and lived in a normal house. But who were these wise men and why did they travel great distances to see a baby? Well, the wise men would have traveled from somewhere in the area which now make up Iraq, Iran, Saudi Arabia or Yemen, which was then known as Persia, Arabia and Sheba. And they were indeed wise men. They were also sometimes called the Magi. The word Magi comes from the Greek word magos, where we get the English word magic from, which itself comes from the old Persian word magupati. This was the title given to priests in a sect of ancient religion called Zoroastrianism. Today we'd call them astrologers or even scientists. They were experts in astronomy and astrology, which to most scholars back then were part of the same study. And they really would have followed the patterns of the stars religiously. They would have also been very rich and held up in very high esteem, even by people who weren't from their country or religion. Although they're often called the three kings, the Bible doesn't say anything about the numbers of the wise men, or that they were even kings. At the time that Jesus was born, the kings of Yemen were Jews. So over the years, people might have thought that these were the kings. The wise men became three in number because they bought three gifts with them to present to Jesus. So we don't know how many wise men actually travelled to find the new baby king. But with all their servants and entourage, there were certainly more than three people sitting on camels. In studying the stars in the night sky, the wise men had seen a new and very unusual new star and knew that it told of the birth of a very special king. Even now, no one really knows what that star was, but there have been and still are several theories. These include supernovas, comets, conjunctions, that is when two or more planets come together in the sky, or something that was completely supernatural. That's right, Steve. I personally think that it could well have been a series of conjunctions. During 7 BC, there were three separate conjunctions of Jupiter and Saturn in the constellation of Pisces, looking both east and west from Arabia. The coming together of Pisces, Jupiter and Saturn had a very special meaning in ancient astronomy and astrology. Pisces was the sign of Israel and of kings, Jupiter was the planet of kings, and Saturn represented new beginnings. So a new star, or what looked like a new star, appearing in that constellation would have meant a great deal to the scientists of the time. Astrology wasn't widely practiced by the Jews, but it was practiced by a few Jews and many Arabs, such as those around the area of the Yemen. As well as the triple conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn in 7 BC, there was also a conjunction of Jupiter, Saturn and Mars in 6 BC, and Jupiter and Venus in 3 BC. There were also appearances of comets in 5 BC and 4 BC, and a supernova and exploding star in 5 BC. You are just a wealth of information about the heavens in uh, these periods, aren't you, James? Well, I've done some research because I thought this was really interesting to find out about. It is. So I guess that all or none of these might have happened or contributed to the Star of Bethlehem. We just don't know. But there certainly was a large amount of amazing activity in the sky over Israel at the time, and I'm certain that God could have arranged all that excitement in the sky since the dawn of creation to announce the birth of his own son. If you'd like to try finding these conjunctions for yourself, you can download an excellent free astronomy and planetarium piece of software at stellarium.org. If you have a go at finding the conjunctions... 7 BC is actually minus 6 in astronomy time. Astronomical year numbering is rather confusing. So thinking that a new king had been born, the wise men headed to the royal palace in Jerusalem. But they didn't quite find what they were looking for. When Herod asked the wise men to find Jesus and tell him where he was, he certainly didn't want to go and worship him. 
Instead, he really wanted to kill him, as Herod thought that Jesus sounded like a new king that would come and take his power away. The gifts that the wise men gave to Jesus might seem strange things to give to a baby, but Christians believe that they had very special meanings. Gold is associated with kings, and Christians believe that Jesus is the king of kings. Frankincense is sometimes used in worship in churches and showed that people would worship Jesus. Myrrh is a perfume that is put on dead bodies to make them smell nice and showed that Jesus would suffer and die. Frankincense and myrrh also have some antiseptic and healing properties and are still being investigated by medical researchers today. The gifts were also all things that come from the east of Israel in Arabia. When the wise men were about to go back to Herod and tell him where Jesus was, they were warned by God in a dream not to, so they travelled home by a different route. Because Herod didn't find out the location of this new king, he decided the only sure way to kill him was to kill every baby boy under two years old in Bethlehem and the surrounding area. There is proof in historical records that Herod had baby boys killed off in 4 BC. So Jesus being born about 5 to 7 BC makes even more sense. Probably only about 20 babies would have been killed, but even to consider such a slaughter shows what a megalomaniac Herod was. But this sad event also fulfilled another prophecy in the Bible about children being killed in Israel. But God warned Joseph in a dream, so he escaped to Egypt with Mary and Jesus. So, as a baby, Jesus was actually a refugee, something that's not often mentioned when people talk about Jesus today. The presents that were given to Jesus were highly valuable, and they still are, and it's thought that they could have paid for the escape into Egypt. Myrrh and frankincense are resins that come from trees. Herod was very old and ill at the time that he ordered the babies to be killed. He suffered from an extreme case of delusional paranoia and killed anyone who posed even the slightest threat. Shortly before he died, Herod orders all of Israel's rich and powerful people to be shut in the Great Hall of Jerusalem. Then he gave orders to his sister to have all of the royal court killed after he died, so none of them could become king after him. Five days before Herod died, he killed the eldest of his remaining son, who should have become king after him, and named his son Archelaus as the next king. And if you thought Herod sounded like a bad king, Archelaus was much worse. So when Joseph, Mary, and Jesus returned from Egypt, they went back to live in their hometown of Nazareth rather than returning to Bethlehem. Nazareth had a different ruler to Bethlehem because it was in the kingdom of Galilee, not Judea. Over the years, especially during the Middle Ages, many different stories and legends were told of the three kings, and they were given names. This is how they're often described. Gaspar, the king of Sheba, that's modern-day Yemen, that was populated by Ethiopian Jews, has brown hair and a brown beard, or sometimes no beard, and he wears a green cloak with a gold crown with green jewels on it. Gaspar represents the frankincense brought to Jesus. Melchior, the king of Arabia, has long white hair and a white beard and wears a gold cloak. Melchior represents the gold brought to Jesus. And Balthazar, the king of Tarshish and Egypt, has black skin and a black beard, or sometimes no beard. He wears a purple cloak. Balthazar represents the gift of myrrh that was brought to Jesus. So, when you open your presents, remember those first gifts that were given to Jesus and that God gave us His Son as the most special present of all at that first Christmas. Well, Christmas is just a couple of days away now. Be looking for a couple more LifeSpring Why Christmas shows between now and then. Thanks for listening to the LifeSpring Why Christmas show. 
I'm Steve Webb. And I'm James Cooper. See you, Steve. See you next time. LifeSpring Media, bringing you quality Christian and family entertainment since 2004. Brought to you in part by InTouchProductions.com.